0: You're listening to a City on a Hill podcast. We'd love you to use and share this podcast, but please refrain from editing the content without permission from City on a Hill. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au. Peter, an Apostle of Jesus Christ. To those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look.
1: We're gonna be thinking about the book of 1 Peter, as Louis said, for the next few weeks. And there's actually a lot in these opening words that are gonna help us understand the story of 1 Peter over the next few weeks. It starts here by talking about choices. We all make lots of choices every day. I chose to get out of bed this morning, uh, which I think my family and probably Louie was happy that I, I turned up. Uh, I chose what to wear, I chose what to have for breakfast. Lots of choices. Not all of them that important. But the verse we've just looked at and the passage we've just read talks about probably one of the most important choices ever. God's choice of us. That's what the word elect means. If you're a kid, uh, maybe we don't think about electing all that much. It just means choosing or picking. Maybe at school you elect a class president or a school captain. Those of us who are a bit older, we're, we're aware more aware of elections, we've got a state election this year, we've got, a, I think, a national one as well. It's choosing or picking who we want to be involved in a particular position. And this verse starts off by Peter saying, I'm an apostle of Jesus Christ, I've been sent by Jesus to tell you that you've been elected by God. God has chosen you. It's a great picture, isn't it? I read out a whole bunch of place names there, and they probably mean very little to us. But let me just try and explain a little bit about those place names. It starts off by talking about Pontus. That's a beach place. It's like Torquay. Maybe if people were surfers back then, that's where they would have been. There were fisher folk, people who lived by the water. He then talks about another place called Galatia. Maybe that's a little bit more familiar to us, but we probably don't know much about the actual land. It was farmland. That's where the the farmers lived and grew their crops and looked after their cattle. It's not Torquay, it's more Mount way Belbray. Then Peter said that he's writing to those in Cappadocia. I'm not sure there's an area like that down here. That was mountain land. They they were hillbillies. They were miners. Very diverse areas, all of them. And Peter's saying God has elected people from amongst you. He's chosen and picked you to belong to his people. He mentions Asia next. That's not Asia as we understand it. It was a Roman province where heaps of people live. That, that was the big city. Maybe Geelong, maybe Melbourne. Depend on what you think of when you think of big city. Wealthy and poor. Shop owners and servants. Amongst them, people chosen by God. And finally, he talks about Bithynia. It's it's all a bit of a circular route that this letter would have gone to. And that was a place where, again, I don't know if we've got somewhere like that. That was woodland. That was bush. Trappers and hunters live there. A diverse range of people, chosen, picked, elected by God. For what? Well, what I want you to do is if you've got a Bible there, I want you to look at verse three, verse three. Uh, Maybe if you've got your kids with you, you can read it out to them. If it's just you, read it in your head. What has God chosen us for? And that's a genuine question. I want you to call out an answer for me. Verse three. It says he's chosen us. He's caused us to what? Who can tell me? To be born again. Again, I love that image. That's talking about family. I was born once into my family. I had no choice about that. Peter says, these people in all these diverse areas have been born a second time into God's family. Just let that wash over you for a moment. God has chosen you to be in his family forever. It talks about another choice of God's there in verse four. Again, look at that, read it. What else has he chosen us for and to do? We've been chosen, born again. For what end? Towards what? Anyone want to call it out? Yep. Big voice, Levi, he doesn't have his Bible in front of him, so this could go anywhere. <laughs> Great, that is a very good answer. That's not the one I was looking for, but he has chosen us to love him. That is true, thank you, mate. It also says in verse four, we're chosen to receive an inheritance. Again, that's, that's family language. Sometimes in families, you're chosen to receive someone's possessions or someone's riches. (laughs) God is the richest person I know. He has created all things, all things belong to him, and he has chosen us to not only be part of his family, but to receive all of his riches. He wants to share every good thing with us. And there's one more thing there in this passage. It talks about God's choice. It's there in verse 9. And we've reflected on this a little bit. He's chosen to save us. We're not part of his family. We're not going to get all these good things because we're good looking. We're, We're nice people. We deserve it. He's chosen to actually give these things to us despite the fact we don't deserve it. And so he's chosen to save us, to rescue us from sin so we can be in his family and have all these riches. God has chosen people from every walk of life to belong to him, to be part of his people, to be in his family. And as I think about that, It means that we belong to God. When I think about that, I think about fingerprints. I got my phone here in my pocket. Recently, I had to sort of move to an online wallet, you know, COVID and all that, who who uses cash anymore? And all of a sudden, for the first time ever, I've got to unlock my phone, my phone, no one else can do it, it belongs to me, with my fingerprint. Frustrates my kids no end, I think now. (laughs) And so to help us remember that God has chosen us to belong to him, I want to put a fingerprint on a few people. I'm not going to be too awkward here. So if you're a kid and you're happy to come up and for me just to press my thumb on your forehead, it's going to remind us that we belong to God now. We've been chosen by him. My thumb is uniquely mine. And in the same way, Levi I'm going to put it just on your hand there, okay? Just on the back of your hand. You have been chosen by God. you are uniquely Him, His. You have been chosen by God. you belong to His people. You have been chosen by God. He sent His son to die for you and invite you into his family. That's pretty exciting. But that's only half the story there in our first verse, isn't it? Because it then says, although we're elect, we're also exiles. We had a bit of an experience of being exiled. Uh, I don't know if you did. I did. I got a chocolate very early on in that game. (laughs) Uh, They called six and I belonged. I was chosen. They called five and I was left out. And exile is something we might have heard about in our 1 and 2 Kings series, where God's people were left out, kicked out, actually, because of their sin. Imagine we were in church today and someone behaved so badly, we had to say, I'm sorry, but you've got to leave. We're going to kick you out, go outside, don't come back in. That would be awful. Well, Peter says those who are elected by God sometimes experience exile. They're kicked out by others. God might have chosen you, but because of that, some people will reject you. Elected by God, rejected by others. Again, if you look at your Bible passage there, it talks about some of the things these people were experiencing. If you have your Bible open, I want you to look at verse uh, six. First, it starts off in this. You rejoice. Again, can someone call out to me? What, because of being an exile, because of being rejected by others, what were some of these people experiencing? What's what's the word there? We're so interactive, aren't we? Big. Oh, someone said it. Well done. They're experiencing grief. These guys are suffering. They're sad, they're finding it hard. In verse six and seven, it talks about also trials and fiery tests. I think for some of these people, that would have just been picture language, metaphors, that they're just going through hard, difficult times. But for some of them, that was actually literal. I found out this week that two years after writing this letter, Peter was killed for it. He was crucified like Jesus. Two and a half years later, some people were literally on trial for their life as Christians. Some were being tested with fire. That escalated quickly. It went from hard times to unbearable times, very quickly. Elected by God, rejected by people. And maybe you've experienced that. I've actually been sometimes at parties where people say, what do you do? Oh, I'm a minister. Oh, I'm gonna go stand over there now. Wow. Maybe it's something you've experienced at work. Or at school, people think, well, I won't invite you to this party because you go to church. I don't know who would do that. Passed over because you have different morals or ethics than others. Elect of God, exiled by people. Great letter, Peter. We're going to see things on both of those themes throughout our series. But for today, I want to focus on the encouraging bit that is here in these opening verses about what God is doing about it. Let me point out a few things for you. We're told in verse three, we've been born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. Peter says, if you are suffering for what you believe, that just means you're actually following Jesus. He was rejected by people. He suffered for what he believed. He was killed for it. And just like God raised him, so we will be raised by God after the hard times are done. Verse four there. Yes, we have an inheritance. He's chosen, us f- chosen that for us, but it also says he keeps it for us. It's got God's protection. It can't be taken away, we can't lose it. And I love most of all how it says in verse five, uh, Louis read this out before, by God's power you are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. The word there about being guarded is actually a word that means shielded. There might be hard times. But God is going to use his considerable considerable power to shield us. Now, to think about this again, as we think about applying it, I need a volunteer. <laughs> We've got Levi coming straight out. He is keen. Okay, mate. Now, do, do you know what this is here? What's this, buddy? I'm mm. going to... It is a Nerf gun, that's right. And Nerf guns, they don't really hurt, but they can. Now, what I'm going to do is not give this to you. I'm going to give it to your dad. And he is going to shoot you. (laughs) True story. So here's your dad. If you can take that, uh, you just got to cock it each time. It's cocked presently. Ready? Yep, and I want you over here. And Levi, I want you to walk with me. And we're just going to walk and see if Dad can shoot us, okay? So we're going to walk across this way.
0: Ready?
1: Oh, that oh, got me. That's not part of this, man. <laughs> oh, wow, he's really good at shooting, isn't he? He got you a few times. Now, now, let, let's hold it there. Just uh, pull the other one and flip the chamber. Because we're talking here about God shielding us. So I'm going to get Mum out. And this time, Levi... You're going to walk from over here again. Dad's going to shoot you one more time, but Mum's going to be like God. She's going to shield you with her considerable power so that you don't suffer. Let's try it again. <laughs> you are surprisingly very good with that. <laughs> <Is> that practice. <laughs> <Is> that practice? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad you're not in my family, actually, because... I would be well wounded after this. Thank you, guys. We are chosen by God, elected by him, but even though we're rejected by others, God guards us and shields us. Elected, rejected, but protected. And so if you noticed how this, this passage begins, it says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. We're chosen and elected. We might be rejected, but we're protected by Him. He will get us there. And so it says in verse 9, you will achieve the outcome of your faith, the salvation of yourselves. That's worth praising God for. And so I'm going to do that now, and then we're going to sing and rejoice about our goodness of God and our salvation. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank and praise you that you have chosen us. You've chosen to save us, to adopt us into your family, and to give us an inheritance of every good thing, every spiritual blessing. Lord, we recognise though, but now for a little while, we might be exiled by others, rejected by people in this world, made to suffer trials or fiery tests. Thank you that you will raise us. Thank you that you will keep our inheritance safe. And thank you that you will shield and guard us through this life. Thank you that you are a good, good God. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au.